Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Clark Howard from Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to- I'm WSB's Clark Howard from Cobb to Cherokee. Carol to the Gwinnett. Both in the Forsyth. And all the Metro. Gwinnett. Both in the Forsyth. And all the Metro. You'll get severe weather. A traffic riddler. Or breaking news. Breaking news immediately. Accurate. From the WSB 24-hour breaking news center. WSB. Depend on it. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. No. Welcome to the show and a good Thursday Eve to you, Mark Aram here, you there, it's 10.08, 8 after 10, this is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB, the gang all here. Low-T Chuck screening the calls, Longoria and that stoic Mexican work ethic on the other side of the takeout window, and uh, we're getting winter storm ready. The The news from Kirk Mellish is not uh, very blessed for for tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, in the city, we should be okay, Yeah. but like course. Gwinnett and Hall, that sounds like it could be some serious ice, snow kind of thing, and North Georgia, forget it, you might get blasted early on tomorrow. Uh, so we'll follow the winter weather, of course, throughout the overnight hours, and we'll have the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slate starting at 4.30. I'll be on TV again tomorrow at 4 a.m. instead of 4.30. That's a tough, tough half, half hour. Oh, yeah. That's that, that early in the morning? Because you got to get up at, what, 3.15? Tomorrow? Well, when do you normally get up? 3.19. 3 why 19? That's my baseball number. Oh, over. that's Did right. We went over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forget you're weird like that. I was standing in front of the vending machine the other day, yep. remembering all the numbers you were rattling up to yeah. see what was right here. in it. Few strawberry tea, number 31, Dave Winfield. Yeah. yeah. That's that's why I get the strews. You weirdo. Anyway, yeah, so tomorrow, so I'll have to set my alarm for 2.49. Is that a half hour? Yeah, a half hour earlier, 2.49. You might as well just stay here and take a nap. Yeah. What's the point? I get a shower and shave and oh, like, yeah. all that stuff. Makeup. I mean, yeah. Do you do your makeup here. at home? Do his no, eyeliner, his eye mm-hmm. shadow. I do the makeup three minutes before I'm on the air. Did someone have to teach you to do that, or you just started putting it on and just, just went from it? I just did it. Really? Yeah. No one's. Ever no one gave you any. Now, your wife I didn't could, give you any pointers no, or nothing? No. Well, I was doing makeup when my wife was in middle school. Like, I've been doing TV for <laughs> for many years. Okay. I mean, so, that's yeah. awesome. Right. So I didn't call up a sixth grader and be like, hey. Uh, well, she probably would have known. She was probably putting makeup on in sixth grade. How dare you <laughs> talk about my wife how like that? Now, full disclosure, I could come in an hour earlier and have the makeup professional do my makeup. There's a makeup professional? Yeah, there's a chick upstairs that does Fred and Linda and Karen every morning. Um, but I'm not, forget it. I'll sleep an extra hour. You yeah. put my own makeup on and look like crap. I don't care. But that hour of sleep is. I wonder if you put like all the professional ones done next to yours. How bad? Oh, really? it's bad. It's <laughs> the professional lady's awesome. She's got the airbrush. Yeah. Oh, nice. And, yeah, it, really it looks texture smooth at everything. Out. I've had that done before, mm-hmm. 
Uh, but not a day to day. No, hell no, hell no. If I'd he rather... was an afternoon guy, he'd do it. Absolutely, because you could just sit there and play on your phone while they're exactly, whatever. exactly. But, but not. Uh, a, you have three, to come back in the afternoon tomorrow. Three o'clock. I probably in the will. Yeah, I probably. Well, will. I'll be here. We'll, all right, have fun. We'll have fun. Have... What are you bringing to eat? I don't know. Yeah. We will. We might uh, spoon on my, the futon in my office though <laughs> tomorrow night. Yeah. Snowed in. Yeah, head toe, crazy head to toe. Head to toe. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna cover the winter weather. Everything's still lined up, you know. <laughs> Johnny Kilbasa is gonna do a winter weather fast food review. Excellent. Sanjay is gonna do a winter weather would you rather. So that's gonna be fun. The story I want to talk about first and foremost, though, um, and and again, this is the Mark Aram show, so we're not getting political. I don't care if you like the Iran deal or not. That's not what we're talking about. But I want to talk about the story of the uh, the Washington Post journalist that yeah. was held a prisoner uh, for 18 months, I think it was. Almost two years, Almost yeah. in, in Iran. Recently released, um, uh, you know, like a, a prisoner swap, I guess it was. And that just, uh, the story hits close home to me um, because I've been in this business since 1989. Um, and, you know, I've, I've got journalism roots and uh, it's it's crazy what's going on with journalists around the world right now. Uh, international reporters, that's a dangerous occupation. And this poor guy was was stuck in an Iranian jail. Apparently, was, listen to the cell size, three feet by three feet. That's about the size of my little cubicle right here, I guess, right? Smaller than that. Three smaller? feet. I was just going to say, I, the, the, my, wow. my dog house is about yeah, three feet. Yeah, that's bad. So basically, I mean. You uh, could never lay something. Allegedly, that's, that's what he was in. Oh, I believe him. That's nuts. So, but here, here and, six more I'm very happy that he's home safe, and we're going to hear from him. I'm going to. I got some audio from uh, the Washington Post that I'm going to cool. play. Um, he's now reunited with his family, uh, but th- that's that's just bad news. But here's I know, and this is, and again, I, I'm not making light of the situation. I take this situation very seriously. But I had this thought, Chuck. Let's say we send you to um, Pakistan for whatever reason. Okay. Okay. And you get captured. Okay. And you are a political prisoner in Pakistan for whatever. They find out that you work for Erickson's website, the Divi- Divergent. They would definitely. They would definitely. <laughs> they would definitely <laughs> isn't that the name of his website? The Divergent? The resurgent. Resurgent. Oh, Resurgent. Sorry. <laughs> Divergent. So, Divergent. so they, they get you as a political prisoner. Okay. My question is, you're in you're prison for 18 months in Pakistan. Yeah. Does WSB Radio still pay you? They should. <laughs> they should, but do I they? So. I, I would hate to be the company that didn't pay the guy. That, that was, was in. Do you know what I mean? So I that opened up a whole new possibility for me as far as this is what we're going to talk about tonight on the know. show. Starting with that, do, do political prisoners still get paid? And non-political prisoners, I know they're not getting paid. Let's say Longoria gets arrested for boosting a car. Right. Does he have to keep paying his credit cards while he's in jail? Does that interest keep jacking up? So I didn't know these answers. So I went to get answers. And the first most important answer is, would Low T. Chuck get paid by WSB Radio if he was taken political prisoner in Pakistan? I went to the head man at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Kevin Riley, the editor. I was going to say, who'd you go to? All right, joining us now on the show, we've been talking about this uh, reporter from the Washington Post that was just released from an Iranian prison. Uh, joining us now is the editor uh, from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Kevin Riley. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Good to be with you, Mark. Uh, this is a story, I mean, I, I, I have journalistic roots started. Uh, my first job ever was at a newspaper when I was 14. Um, I've got print running through my blood uh, this story really um, resonates with me and, and my history. I can only imagine 
uh, what what this story's been like for you and in the halls of the Atlanta Journal Constitution. Well, I think any time uh, you know any of us who work in this uh, business of news and journalism here and uh, find out about a reporter, you know, literally being taken prisoner and then becoming a pawn, uh, you know, in international relations, uh, we're seriously distressed and upset by it because uh, here's a guy who is working for one of the most important media outlets in the world, the Washington Post, uh, and has a very tough assignment of, of working in Tehran, and uh, then this kind of thing happens. I mean, it's it's just appalling. What what were the conversations? Did you have a conversation with, with the staff writers uh, at the Atlanta Journal? Did anyone have any questions for you about this story? Is this something that everyone's talking about in the halls? Well, it's something certainly people here pay attention to because um, as journalists, you know, when these kinds of things happen, it's of concern. Um, I wouldn't say that it was, um, you know, an everyday conversation for us here in Atlanta, given the, you know, our occupation here with news in Georgia and things are going on. But the larger question is really the whole freedom of the press thing, which we enjoy in the United States and is a, uh, a right preserved in the Constitution. And you realize that, you know, and when we talk to journalists from around the world who occasionally visit us um, or we come across, you realize that it is not something that's enjoyed everywhere. And it can be very difficult to do this kind of work around the world. Kevin Riley, editor of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Is this the most dangerous time to be a journalist internationally, Kevin? I think that we live in a period of time now where there's a lot of distrust and a lot of uh, attempts to control the media, you know, and um, as we know, that never works because um, the truth always wins out. And with social media and all the different ways to communicate, um, any time governments try to keep uh, journalism from happening, they end up uh, uh, really revealing themselves for what they are. So I think there are some remarkably dangerous places in the world where all of us, both as journalists and um, just citizens of the United States, need to recognize and support the idea that there are people out there seeking to make sure we stay informed and they do it at great risk and it's very hard work does does a story like this kevin that obviously grabs international headlines would do you think this might deter the next generation of journalists from getting into the profession or maybe a a total 180 inspire them to get into this profession yeah, I think these kinds of stories tend to inspire people more than anything else. While all of us, of course, um, you know, want to be safe and secure in our lives, um, there's just something about that basic human need that journalism fulfills, which is that that quest for the truth, that quest for the story, the the real desire to bring a deeper understanding of our world. And that's certainly the case with uh, Jason Razion, and, and I think that he will inspire more journalists to pursue this kind of work. Uh, one more question before I let you go, and I really do appreciate your time. This, this is kind of off-topic, but that's basically what the Mark Aram Show does. Hypothetically, um, this happens to an Atlanta Journal-Constitution reporter taking, uh, you know, God forbid it ever happens, but is taking political prisoner somewhere uh, in, in unfriendly territory, and they're, they're there for 18 months like Jason was. Does the, does the paper continue to pay 
that journalist's salary since you know it, they're up, they're in jail on no fault of their own. Do, do you, does the community take care of the of the journalists, the writers that are out there? Well, I hope we never have to face a situation like this with one of the people in our staff. But I can tell you that sure, I mean they're they're uh, they're doing their job and they're still working for us. And I would expect that we would continue to pay them because this is a lot to ask of someone to such a difficult assignment or to be sent overseas or sent into a difficult situation. And I think that when we send people out into those situations, we owe them the the protection, security, and support that it takes to accomplish such a difficult job. Awesome. Kevin, thanks as always. Really appreciate your time, sir. Always a pleasure talking to you, Mark, and hopefully we'll see each other soon. Absolutely. Kevin Riley, Atlanta Journal-Constitution editor. So they will. We would pay you, Chuck. Basically, if you get uh, taken prisoner in a Turkish prison, all right, you're gonna uh, Midnight Express kind of thing. We will continue to pay your salary. Well, at least I can look forward to the big bucks when I get home. Yes, accumulation of yeah, it's free money. Uh, it's hardly free. Free money. Well, hot neighbor, we spend that all. <laughs> Sitting in a three by three cell is hardly free. Yeah, money. you're right. All right, uh, I want to continue this conversation. Clark Howard's going to join us. I asked Clark, "What if like Longoria goes to prison?" For boosting a car, do the credit cards still jack up the interest on him, even though he's in jail? He's got an answer on that. Glenn Burns from Channel 2, the uh, chief meteorologist, is going to come down and join us as well on the winter weather. And, of course, your calls. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSP-TALK. Throwback Thursday with Chic. Chic. This is the Mark Aram Show. On 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Welcome back to the show. Clark Howard's going to join us in uh, about 10 minutes to discuss what we've been talking about, the uh, Iranian hostage release. Uh, but we've got weather developments. Chief Meteorologist Glenn Burns from Channel 2 Action News joins us live in studio. Glenn, thanks. I know you're very busy up on Absolutely the third floor. Are, yeah. But uh, you, you, you told me off here you got a pretty good handle of what's coming down the pike. I think so. And, and I just want to say I appreciate your show. I listen to this every night going home. That's awesome. The best on radio. <laughs> Thank you appreciate so much, it. buddy. So anyway, we're starting to see some freezing rain develop right now in the northeast Georgia mountains with this wedge in place. That's going to expand during the overnight hours. So northeastern Georgia is going to see significant ice accumulations. We just got in our threat ice threat index a level one alert or level level two alert, excuse me, and there are going to be expected power outages now in the northeast Georgia area, Habersham County, Rabin County, perhaps even a White and Lumpkin County. So okay. uh, do expect that and very, very hazardous road conditions due to the ice. We're looking at ice accumulations of up to a half inch in some areas, and that's significant. Then you're going to put a 50-mile-per-hour wind gust on top of that with the weight of the ice on the trees, trees that go down on power lines. That area expands into the northeastern part of metro Atlanta at about 4 to 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. That ice, that freezing mm -hmm. rain. And then at around 7 to 8 o'clock, we see the transition from the freezing rain to all snow and anywhere from one to two inches across the metro, as much as a foot or even greater in the northeast Georgia mountains up around Rabin County. Wow, yeah, that's insane. All right, so northeast Georgia is going to get hit first, and then around 4 p.m., we're thinking like Hall Gwinnett? Is that I think down into northern Gwinnett County and north Fulton County mm -hmm. by about 4 or 5 in the afternoon. So uh, that ice is going 
going to just be just horrible on roads, bridges, overpasses, especially. They'll go first. So please use extreme caution out there. It's it's not going to get much better after that. And, and maybe up to a foot of snow. In, uh, yeah. In, that's nuts. I can't remember ever having a foot of snow. Well, a couple of the models say 16 inches, you know, wow. for Northern Raven County. I want to go up there now. Now I'm excited yeah. to go if up there. If anybody has any idea about going into North Carolina, forget it. You're getting a major ice storm up there with the snow on top of that. It's going to be days of power outages and non-travel. So I, like you, you get a lot of questions about weather. I obviously get a lot of questions about traffic. People are going to ask me what to do tomorrow. Can I comfortably say, you know, if you can work at home tomorrow? That would be a great idea. Lots of changes can and do occur, as we all know, in mm-hmm. weather. It's it's a very difficult and complex forecast. I think we have a pretty good handle. I think if everybody's home in the Atlanta area by 3 o'clock, that's a margin of safety. That's perfect. I'm going to quote you tomorrow on Channel 2 Action News this go. morning. All right, so that there you go. You heard it from Glenn Burns. If you can, work from home tomorrow. Everyone be home on their couch watching TV or listening to the radio by 3 p.m., and we should be okay. We should be great. All right, Glenn, we're going to see you uh, in 23 minutes. Yeah, stop no, by 33 tomorrow. minutes. I'll um, stop by tomorrow if I can. Yeah, pl- I know. I'll be here. All right. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Too. All right. Glenn Burns, the night beat at 11, coming up uh, straight ahead, uh, Chief Meteorologist Glenn Burns. So there you go, Longoria. You and I are going to be sleeping here tomorrow. Spooning on the the futon in my office. Yay! Yes. <laughs> Excited. And I'm going to wager Chuck uh, Loti is going to call in sick tomorrow. Oh, he's not even going to be here. Am tomorrow. I off? You're he's already off tomorrow. He's going to yeah, a cabin or something. The Montana kid yeah, taking I'm off tomorrow. To the mountains. All he's right. To the mountains. Uh, we're going to come back after news, weather, and traffic. We'll take your calls. Clark Howard's going to weigh in on whether Longoria would have to pay his credit cards when he's in jail. 404-872-0750-1800 WSB Talk Winter Weather Edition of the Mark Aram Show. I'm WSB's Mark Aram. Depend on the WSB Breaking News Center for immediate, immediate breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert whenever and wherever they strike. Immediately accurate WSB. Depend on it. Hey, this is Rich Frankfield, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. In order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, to provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. Welcome back to the show, 1039, uh, 21 in front of 11, winter weather edition of the Mark Garam Show. That You're going to hear that every Thursday, 1035. <laughs> yeah, I forgot That's about amazing. that. I forgot how awesome that was. Kudo, uh, I forgot the guy's name, but awesome. You made all of us really, really laugh. It, he did own it. He owned it. No hesitation. <laughs> nope. He didn't care what didn't key he care. was in. He's like, I'm singing about the, the words. Yeah, crushed he nailed it. the words. Crushed it. Um, I, I do want to, we're obviously going to continue to follow the winter weather. Cherokee County Schools now closed, as you heard Jennifer uh, break in with that. Um, we'll expect more school closures. I think Gwinnett probably will be next um, after talking to Glenn Burns. Thanks again to Glenn Burns coming down. Like, he, he's juggling nine chainsaws upstairs right oh, now, yeah. and he had time to come down. That's how important we are, though. Um, it is, yeah. <laughs> keep keep thinking that. <laughs> keep thinking that. Um, and I do want to still talk about the uh, the Iranian story, and I do want to take your calls, but I got to get Clark Howard on um, to talk about if Longoria 
would have to pay his credit cards if he got caught jacking a car and he was put in jail. All right, we've been talking about the Washington Post reporter that was just released from an Iranian jail after like 18 months and and what that has done to his life. I wanted to spin this in another direction. Um, What if you live here in Atlanta or someone you love lives here in Atlanta or the United States in general and they get sent to jail, not a political prisoner, but, you know, like armed robbery, whatever, breaking and entering while they're in jail. Um, what happens to the lives of their family? So let's say Joe Smith is in jail for breaking and entering. His wife, Alice, is out doing what she can do to survive. Do the creditors come after Joe on his credit cards and his debt and all that stuff? Joining us in studio now, consumer advocate, my buddy, Clark Howard. Clark, someone goes to jail in the United States. Do they get uh, granted immunity from paying their bills while they they're... They do not. Really? They, no, they still owe their bills. I mean, you still have credit that's outstanding, but mm-hmm. for the credit granters and the bill collectors, you're pretty much at that point what's known as judgment-proof. Okay. Because there's no paycheck to, to come and garnish from a job. There's no bank account to come get money from. So for the, the credit card companies and the rest, they just have to bide their time and eventually, probably, they get into a position where they have to write the debt off. Well, does the interest accrue while you are incarcerated? Oh, yeah. Wow, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But if you're if you're married in Georgia, your spouse is not responsible for your debts Interesting. while you're in jail okay. unless they co-owned an account. So if, it's, if Joe has his own credit card... And Alice has nothing to do with that credit card. That's Joe's debt. That is Alice Joe's can't. deal, and Alice has no responsibility. Interesting. Uh, One thing she wouldn't ever want to have is a joint savings account or checking account with his name on it, because then the collection agency may be able to get that money, even though it's her money. It has both names on it. They could see it. Interesting. So all the ladies listening right now, if you think there's a chance... However small it might be that your husband winds up in jail someday, do not have a joint checking account or credit card account. Or you just cl- you just close the <laughs> joint checking account. But the credit card, here's the thing with the credit cards. If you know that you're good with money and the person you're dating or whatever, forget mm-hmm. jail. They're just not good with money, and they're going to run up charges. Sure. Do not get a joint account with them. Don't do it. I don't have joint accounts with my wife. Like, we have joint checking accounts. She knows accounts, how irresponsible account. you are exactly. with Exactly. She knows I'm a poker player, and it's a high-risk uh, group. Um, but we do have we have a joint credit card. Is that is that cool? Like, she, I have an American Express, and I've given her access. She has her own American Express card under my account. As long as both of you handle it okay, that's absolutely fine. By handle it, meaning I pay every month. Yes. Yes. We both handle it yes. okay. Yeah. All right, excellent. All right, uh, Clark Howard uh, joining us in studio. Thanks again for doing this, Clark. Way past your bedtime. Final question. This actually might be of of use to you. I hear your show every night before my show. I love listening to it. We have all these people with these massive amounts of credit card debt, like $85,000, $90,000. Would you recommend they go to jail to get that debt written off? Is it worth going to jail for three years to Well, I mean, you would get free housing and free meals. Exactly. But I'm not sure (laughs) that's the best plan because... I've never actually been in jail or prison myself except to film a TV segment. Knock on wood. Uh-huh. By the way, I was in Supermax to film a TV segment. Is that in Colorado? Is that the one no, in the I was West? at Super... Gwinnett County oh, okay. has a Supermax at the county facility. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me tell you, you don't want to end up 
having to be in Supermax. It is, I mean, scary. I wouldn't want to be a guard, a cook, or anything at a prison anywhere, anyhow, anytime. Those guards are tough. They are, and, they I'm, are tough. and I'm not. Wow, <laughs> and I'm not. Um, Clark, thanks for your advice. Like him on Facebook, Clark Howard, ClarkHoward.com. Eight to ten here on WSB. Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. There you go, Longoria. When you get jacked for uh, armed robbery, yeah, yeah. I'll have to think about. Leslie's that. gonna have to pay your credit cards down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what we've work. learned. If Chuck gets arrested in Pakistan, WSB Radio will keep paying him. If Longoria goes to jail uh, in DeKalb, he still has not, to pay his credit card. Yeah. yeah. And we're not going to pay you. WSB Radio is probably not going to pay if you. I get, what if I get in jail in Mexico? That's a, we'll that's do that tomorrow on the show. Are you a political prisoner? Yeah, my yeah, political prisoner. We'll do that tomorrow on the show. All right, uh, your thoughts on this. We're, we're all over the place. I'm sorry. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Marco in Lilburn. We need more lemon plates. Welcome to the show, Marco. How are you, brother? Great, great. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Clark Howard. If you go to jail, it doesn't mean you get exempt from paying your bills. <laughs> you, I would think, though, that Visa or MasterCard or American Express would be like, all right, he's in jail. Let's not, let's hold the interest on this, you know, account. Uh, and maybe, maybe the interest, but yeah, the, the debt should still be there, you know, I mean. But it's almost a trade-off, like you said. Are you, would you be willing to go to jail to clean your slate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, like, what if Charles Manson, he's been in jail, Manson's been in jail for, what, 40 years? What if he had, like, $200 on a Visa card? And that's just been, <laughs> just jack it up with the interest. He owes, like, $93,000 I think that's now. the least of his worries at this point. I know, but still. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Maybe I, <laughs> am I just too soft-hearted? Yeah, I think so. Like Clark said, don't have a joint account. But I think that, but what Clark did say, though, is the credit card companies would be like, they just write it off after, you know, they're like, oh, Longoria's never going to pay this. They do, yeah. We'll just write that off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just what about, then you'll be clean. Uh, any political prisoners in Peru, Marco, that you know of? That I know of? Uh, my uncle became one uh, because he looked like somebody that they were looking for, and, you know, they have a curfew. And next thing you know, they uh, saw him at a store, and they uh, arrested him, and it, he was in jail for months, and so he could prove that, that he wasn't. That wow. I, I thought Peru was kind of cool. Uh, it can be, but, you know, it can be brutal, too. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad you're in Lilburn now, buddy. Exactly. All right. Make sure you're home by 3 p.m., says Glenn Burns. 3 p.m. tomorrow. <laughs> Jim is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Jim. Hey, uh, how you doing? Well, excellent, buddy. How are you? Oh, pretty good up here in the cold West Virginia. Oh, you're in West Virginia. Yeah. You guys, are you guys getting snow as well? Oh, it's not snowing right now. They're calling for like two feet tomorrow, though. Oh man, you got to bring, you got to go get your stills then out of the hills. Yeah. Well, I live in uh, Quinwood. It's Q U I N W O D. Okay. Uh, and it's it's pretty cold up there. I mean, it'll rain everywhere else and snow there. Quint, so that's in the hills then. Yeah, it's in the right on top of the Appalachian Mountain. Okay, I've been on the Appalachian Trail before. I've I haven't hiked the whole thing, but I've it goes all the way up to Connecticut, the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, if you go through uh, my hometown, that's usually the way everybody goes to WVU. So you see all the hillbillies, uh, or the the not hillbillies, the um, the hippies coming out of the the trail. Do you ever see them? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean it. it it's it's hot up there where I live at. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, but I was want to ask you, like, if it's uh, the radio station or the place where this dude was 
uh-huh. if we get a book deal, do they want to kick back off the proceeds that? Oh, you know, so so if the Washington Post reporter gets a book deal, does the Washington Post want to get reimbursed for the? Probably not. I, I mean, it's in the spotlight now. They don't they don't want any bad publicity. I think it's good that the Washington Post is going to pay. I mean, that that's that's right. Well, he was working for them when he got caught. Exactly. So, right. so. And if, you, if you're in the Army, so if you're in Vietnam, I'm sure we have Vietnam vets out there, and you were a POW, you're st- your family's still getting your paycheck, right, every month? That would make sense, no? Yeah, and it's just like Fat Kid when the radio station paid for him when he got arrested. Because yeah, exactly. it was part of his, you know what I mean? Like, Who's that talking to me, Mark? Yeah, that's that's talking to so me. funny. All right, we're going to come back. Uh, your calls, Johnny Kilbasa, Sanjay Still, Winter Weather. Stay right here. It's News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB, The Mark Aram Show. Baby, can't you see when you look at me? I can't kick this feeling when it hits all alone. Mark Aram. On 95.5 and AM 750, WSB. 1054 Throwback Thursday. Mark Aram here with you till midnight every Monday through Friday. Coming up shortly, little Sanjay with the winter weather, would you rather? Johnny Kyle Bassa, also known as Johnny Kilbasa, with the winter weather fast food review. Your calls now, David's and Tucker. David, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Ah, yes. Being snowed in, running out of food, brings a whole new definition to the term desirable co-worker amen my friend amen yeah this is this is always this is one of the top 10 amusements of atlanta is the possibility of wacky weather every winter i i swear it's 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 like entertainment value time here because it comes through what about one out every five times we have a warning warning weather alert here it's just like everyone gets some sort of bizarre. Th- this this seems kind of legit and kind of serious, though, David. I, I'm, um, you know, I I proceed with caution in these events, but right. um, but I, I I'm not going to mess around tomorrow. I'm going to tell my friends, hey, uh, if you can work from home tomorrow, if not, be home uh, before three p.m. because that's what you should be doing. I, I I fully believe that. Kirk Melsh, of course, will update the situation throughout tonight. And tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Russ in Gainesville. Hey, buddy. Hold on, Russ. we got to hit your little sounder. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. There you go, Russ. What's going on, brother? Uh, there you go. Thank you. i just sitting here with the door open looking at the rain. It's, called, it's coming down really hard here. That's what she said. Listen, you're going to get some ice and snow tomorrow in Gainesville for sure, earlier than the rest of uh, the immediate metro area. It's cold here. This apartment building told me last year the power went out and shut this whole place down. So, and they were freezing. So, I oh, at your apartment? Yeah, they said last year it shut down the electricity. So, well, here's what I want you to do, Russ. Um, make sure your phone is fully charged. Okay. D- download the WSB Radio app because if your power goes out, you can't you know watch TV or whatever, but you can listen to the radio on your WSB Radio app. On your hey, phone. There you go. There you go. Okay. All right, Russ. Well, listen, check in tomorrow. Let me know how things are up in Gainesville, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, buddy. Russ and coming. We're going to come back. Uh, your calls, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Little Sanjay will join us with Would You Rather. The very latest, though, on the school closings coming up next. It's Throwback Thursday. This is the Mark Aram Show on Twitter, at Mark Aram. Instagram, Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. We'll be right back.
Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.